There's a mythical picture still floating around today and it's of traditional femininity. This mythical picture is one that feminists paint and hate and the ultra-feminine woman, some of them are steeply rooted in it. What is this picture? Ah, it is the homemaker, the one who stays at home with the kids and the pets and doesn't do anything else but run the household. Surely this is a full-time job. Surely there is a lot of work to it. Surely it is to be respected. And surely if one picks it, it is not to be ridiculed. Yet may I suggest to you the feminine, the divine, the spiritual and biblical way of femininity is not just running a household. We are going to discuss today, Dreaming Toward Reality. Greetings, this is Olive, the Feminine Princess on the Art and Science of Femininity, sharing with you the treasures, riches, and secrets of feminine creativity and knowledge for women who follow Christ. Both femininity and feminists have evolved today. Neither is what it looked like decades, centuries, ages ago. And although all the nuances and changes and evolutions within the two is beyond the scope of this podcast, just note that there are a plethora of aspects and factors that have changed both of these things. But I want to go back into ancient times and traditions and beliefs and actually expand your definition of femininity, which will lead into us dreaming toward reality. Before we get into that definition, I like to talk about dreaming. Dreaming, there's two types that I'm aware of. One, you do while you're awake, and that is called daydreaming. And the other, you do while you're asleep, and that's called sleep dreaming. We'll come back to dreaming in a minute. But for now, I would love to focus on femininity and the ideal of it. See, everyone, especially men, especially women in the church, they love to talk about Proverbs 31 and the godly feminine woman that God has designed. But as I did research about this chapter, I realized it was, and I didn't come to this realization alone, it was actually revealed to me through the studies of others, I just read the research, that it was actually a composite of many different types of excellent women that they put into one chapter. Now, this was a complete relief to me once I discovered this, because every time I personally read that chapter, I wanted none of it. That woman seems so exhausted. 
She seemed to work so hard from early morning to late night that I thought she was tired and I didn't want to be her. I loved my rest, I loved to sleep, and I loved being at peace without any stress and without any pressure. So I never wanted to emulate that woman. But of course, the church continued to talk about her as the model and example for women. Well, when I discovered that this one woman was actually a combination of different women, what a relief to me, and I hope that is a relief to you too, if you found any sort of stress reading about her. Now, this woman, if we look into all the different types of activities that she does, she not only runs her household, but she has a business. She's an entrepreneur. She makes money. She does the accounting. She even helps her husband, which, okay, one of my new friends pointed out, and I've always believed that, what is the guy doing? He's like getting off scot-free because he's not doing anything and it seemed like she was doing everything and I did not want a relationship like that. But I think they focus so much on her lifestyle that they completely did not input what his portion was. So I, I really don't believe that it's advocating that a woman does everything and the man just does nothing but talk to his boys and rest. No, I just think the focus was on her and not the totality of their relationship. But anyway, looking at her as an entrepreneur and a businesswoman, you know, specifically focusing on verse 13, it says that she works willingly with her hands. You know, this dispels a lot of the traditional ideal and mythical picture of femininity that the feminine woman just works at home, runs the household, takes care of the children, makes sure the husband's okay, and then that's it. No, I think that God blesses each one of us with gifts and he's expecting us to invest in our gifts, our talents and our skills and to produce. If you listen to a lot of the parables that Jesus spoke about, he focused on investment and business and increasing and advancing and in growing within wealth. So I think that God blesses women with a specific gift and expects her to advance and increase and grow in that gift, getting a return on her investment. And what that looks like today, or that is encompassed, in my opinion, in the definition of one word and that's entrepreneurship. So in knowing that, I want you to ask yourself, what is your inspiration? What is your dream? Not just goal, not just end point, not just target or aim because those are very masculine driven energies and topics that 
get to one point by any means that they choose. But I'm talking about a dream that you can flow toward, a dream that you can invest your gifts in, a dream that inspires you to live every day and work within and it doesn't even feel like quote unquote work. Sometimes we have a dream that is God inspired, divinely given, and that dream is something that we work toward. And sometimes we spend time daydreaming. And I would ask you if you're a daydreamer like me, and I've been so ever since I was a little girl, what do you spend your time daydreaming about the most? What is that element or that aspect of your daydream that you can focus on and realize and change into a dream to flow toward? Once you've discovered your gifts and inspiration, I would challenge you to make a vow. I would challenge you to vow to yourself and to the Lord that every day you're going to take one step toward this dream using your gift and being inspired by it. I wouldn't worry about the time frame. Some people say, you know, just five minutes a day, just invest five minutes and you'll be to where you want to be. And that's true. And some people say, spend an hour. An hour is all you need because you don't want to overload your mind and your thought processes and your digestion of the information for beyond an hour because that's all you can take in any given time. And that can work too. But I would suggest not getting very stifled with the amount of time you spend each day on flowing toward your dream, but just to spend time doing it every day, period. Whether it be five minutes, whether it be 10 minutes, whether it be 30 minutes, or whether it be 60, just take each day and do one thing, whether small or great, toward it. And I actually separate getting toward my dream in four steps. These four steps are, and I will give you an illustration that breaks down with each of the steps so you understand how to apply them to your life. Number one, identify your dream. So for this illustration, personally, I want to learn how to play the sales. I've practiced before, but I put it down and now I'm ready to pick it back up again. So my dream within that is to become an advanced Zill player. And for those of you who don't know what Zills are, those are finger sim symbols for belly dancers. Number two, measure your progress. So within this illustration, I would figure out how to determine how well and how long I can play from memory. Number three, learn your craft. So within this illustration, I would 
research different zeal patterns, different sounds that zeals make, and different zeal types, and understand the differences between all of the things I find. Number four, evaluate your skill. So within this illustration, I would test myself and play freestyle to music. So I hope this illustration of me learning how to play zills has helped you see how to use the identifying your dream, measuring your progress, learning your craft, and evaluating your skill. This is how you dream toward reality. Today's program was sponsored by Olive Swan. You can visit her at oliveswan.pink. Browse her store, Pink Peach and Cream, and request a consultation or workshop in your local area. Subscribe to her blog at thefeminineprincess.com. Watch her YouTube videos and find the podcast notes at the art and science of femininity.com.